Laying in the grass, looking up at the trees, remembering when I used to climb through the leaves that sound like a river in the wind, and suddenly it stops. And I hear her say, when did you stop being brave? Note to self, you guys, note to self. That was a note to myself that literally came to me while I was laying on my back, looking up at the trees. And I was like, wait, when did you stop being brave? So I used to hike alone all the time when I lived in Utah. I grew up in Provo and my dad would take us hiking every year to Mount Timpanogos. And I mean, we'd go hike the Y if you're familiar with Provo, but every year, for sure we would go to Timpanogos and we'd always get to that area where they have the little outbuilding and my dad would ask us if we'd want to go further or if we would want to go back and almost always we said we would want to go back. There was this one time we made it to like the rock bed area and it wasn't until I was like 15 or 16 that I actually went all the way to the top which was cool. And so that has always given me a love for nature and for hiking. And I used to hike alone all the time. Um, This was like 10 years ago, you guys, I feel so old. Uh, (laughs) I always told people where I was going, when they should expect me home. I always went to highly trafficked trails and I listened to my intuition and I never went close to dark. And then people kept telling me that it wasn't safe for me to go alone because I was a girl and because there were creepy people that I had not encountered yet. And so I started hiking only if I had a buddy. But the thing is, I was never afraid of hiking alone. Hiking alone has always made me feel free. It's made me feel strong. It's made me feel brave. It's where I feel most grounded. It makes me feel alive. And the thing I'm most afraid of when I'm hiking alone is being stalked by a cougar. So on my way to doTERRA's convention last year in September, I hiked alone for the first time in a long time. I stopped in Boulder to see my friend, and before I went to her house, I went to a small, well-trafficked trail in Boulder, Colorado, and I stood at the trailhead first trying to figure out how to work the machines that fill up your water bottles. I could not find the button. I felt like such a fool. I had to ask someone for help because I could not figure it out. And the button was on top of the thing, which of course I can't see it. I'm only 5'2". So anyway, after that, I stood there debating if I should go on this trail because one, I'd never been on it before. Two, I had about two hours until dark, which normally I give myself way more time than that. Three, all of those seemingly practical but discouraging voices in my head were telling me not to put myself in that quote, situation. And fourth, because I was wearing jeans and they're not super comfortable to hike in. But then I was like, yeah, I just drove 10 hours for this. I'm going to go. And while I was gasping for air because I didn't realize how out of shape I was and hiking in Arkansas is not the same thing as hiking in Boulder or Utah, I found my breath again. And it was incredible for me to feel that strength emanate from my being. And I don't know what makes you feel brave, but when was the last time that you did it? There is this subtle and not so subtle message that women can't and shouldn't hike alone, that it's not okay. 
But what's not okay is teaching women to limit themselves because they're worried about what might happen. What's not okay is teaching women that they shouldn't have been in that, quote, situation if something does happen while they're alone on a trail. What's not okay is allowing people to make you small. You're capable of anything. Call in your power, learn new skills, try new things, do the things that make you feel brave. And whenever I go hiking, I always put essential oils on before I go. I make a DIY tick spray in a four ounce bottle and I add 40 to 50 drops of doTERRA's rosemary essential oil and witch hazel. I shake it up every time I use it. I spray it all over my entire body and I come back tick free every single time. I never really had a problem with ticks in Utah or Colorado, but here in Missouri and when we go down to Arkansas, they're always a problem, except for when I use that tick spray. You can also use doTERRA's Terra Shield. It's this cool blend. They come in these little spray bottles now that are really convenient. They're made of plastic, so um, they won't break if you drop your bag on the trail, and they're lighter than glass. But they have fractionated coconut oil in them, and then ylang ylang, tamanu, nukta wood, cedar wood, catnip even, lemon eucalyptus, litsia, vanilla bean extract to make it smell real good, and arborvitae wood oil, which doesn't smell super great, but it does keep bugs away. So this is another good option. I started getting this Terra Shield blend and then adding rosemary to it because I found that rosemary is the most effective at keeping away ticks. So that's what I use on my hikes and I know that it's still kind of winter outside right now, but I am dreaming of spring and summer where I get to go outside and hike in some mountains. So that's what I would use. I also carry a mini first aid kit that has essential oils in it as well. So, And as always, if you're looking to get into essential oils more, you can check out my intro to oils email guide found at folkandco.com or send me a message on Facebook or Instagram at folkandco. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, I would so appreciate a little review or share it with someone who might like it too. Hopefully you can't hear that buzzing outside. Someone is doing their lawn the middle of winter and I'm just like just let the leaves die okay